you know, uh, this last rain didn't make any significant inflows. So we're losing, it's going down our water supply about seven tenths of one percent a week. We're at 23 point something. That means we've got four weeks to five weeks before it goes 20 percent. The reason 20 percent significant is because that's when egg is cut off. And we've only gone below 20 percent once in the history of the reservoir systems. That was 1999. And so the question is, the cities then also go to some pretty drastic, supposedly subdivision. Last time they didn't, but they're like, I, I can't remember, no building permits, no subdivision plats approved temporarily, but that's the way it's so, That's what's but, supposed to happen. Yeah, it's supposed to happen. But the biggest thing is, uh, once ag is shut off, can you get the city water there? So they did a brand study, I have it in my office, it's 1999, they did it. And it said they could get there with about 62% efficiency, depending on where you were on the river. Well, that means you're losing 38% of your water right there. But then, a lot of districts, you know, they charge 15% or whatever to get the water from the river to their plants. Without egg pushing it, it's going to be more. So you figure, let's figure that's 20%. Well, now you're below, you're around 40% of your water availability, right? And so you tell me. I don't, I don't know. You tell me what the effect was. Now, 1999, before they triggered it, they had to, they had a tropical storm come in and filled up the reservoir. So they never actually got down to that level where they, they cut off egg, and it was still in the process. So we don't know. It's an untested system. In 1955, they water, there was no water in the river at all. So cities built, you know, bicentennial, they built some water wells, but a lot less population. You know, they handle with wells mainly. But since the reservoir system, the river's never gone dry. But we'll see. You know, Mexico's, you know, I, I've been at meetings, we'll get Mexico to do it. That's a political issue in Mexico right now. I mean, the water, every uh, acre feet that they release from their dams in, Re in Mexico to Amistad or Falcon, two thirds of that goes to the state of Tamaulipas users, one third goes to us. That's a treaty. Well, you got you know the state of Nuevo Leon is uh, Amlo's party and you know Tamaulipas is somebody else's party. So there's internal Mexico thing. We can put all the pressure we want in the world. And then there's some people say as long as they pay, pay within the five years, they don't owe anything. I you know that's a matter of interpretation. But at least there's some other argument besides political. So how, how much so, behind are they on, that, on the five years? Oh, cycle? they haven't given anything in this cycle. Uh, how, you know, so they, and it, he was, last cycle, they were way behind, like two years behind, almost 700,000, over 700,000. He just said, you can have all that water we had in Falcon, it's yours. Which was genius because he didn't have to do two for one because the water was already there. It wasn't released water. So he said, I'm just giving you this. I water. Did that not hurt the farmers in Tamalipas? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and the one reason he did he had riots in, um, up in North Me northwest Mexico because they didn't want the water released. And the farmers from Tamalipas got the uh, raw end of that deal. So that's what he did, and so we had the water, which was great, we got the water back, but it was in at least uh, not as good a dam as the other dam, because more seepage and all that stuff. So this time there's no water in either dam to give us. I mean, there's some, but it doesn't make up the difference. So he hasn't paid any since he gave us that water. They haven't released anything of any significance. So, uh, the waters, they have water in Mexico to do it. Their dams are not as good as they were last year, but they have water, a lot more water than um, up in Chihuahua. Up in Chihuahua. So we'll see what happens, you know. It's, um, but 
I read I read that uh, at one of those um, court hearings recently on Governor Abbott's use of the, the buoys and the, yeah. the razor wire that the, a State Department official on our side from the US said Mexico um, may not give us the water until those It doesn't help. It doesn't help, does it? It certainly doesn't help what we're trying to do. No. It, gives, it gives them another excuse not to release. You know, they float across into Mexico, you know, and the, the governor did get to move back, but they're going to float back into Mexico again. And, you know, and, and it's a river. You're messing with a river. Uh, you know, we got aquatic weed flowing down. You got all kinds of different things you want to mess with a river. You know, and uh, so hopefully... Uh, uh, I know the people inside Texas at um, TCQ, you know, they're working with IBWC to try to get Mexico to do it, but um, it's at that lower level. So. But, but let's look at the long term. Let's not worry about that for this question, uh, Mexico's water debt, but long term, the valley's just growing and growing. All, you know, all the EDCs are working hard to, build, to get the big yeah. manufacturing plants. What's our long term answer? Well, I, I think for manufacturing, it's uh, turning your water, sewage treatment plant into purple water. For McAllen's south, uh, north plant, almost in days like today, zero sewer water comes out of there. It's being used to cool the electric, electrical plants and then in Trace Lagos for people's lawns. Uh, we have a project on the south side for we we're going to do it to sell water into Mexico for Mexico manufacturing, which has a bigger need than we do right now, and turn our plant. So, you know, an $8 million sewer treatment plant is $4 million. There's four million acre, uh, four million gallons of uh, water you could use uh, for lawns or uh, industrial plants, whatever it is. So I think from an industrial standpoint, that's the answer there, is turning these sewage treatment plants into uh, water. Uh, North Alamo does um, water wells. There's, you know, it's briny. Uh, you got to mix it more than treat it. It's, it's, they treat it. McAllen mixes some of theirs, so you're, you're doing dilution. So there's some... Some reef there. We have a, a regional groundwater um, project that we funded with regional water, regional water Authority, but it meant that there would be one series of wells and cities would share them that never get off the ground, but maybe that'll get off the ground too. But I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's rivers our main thing, and as long as you got to depend on Mexico releasing it, the watersheds in Mexico, uh, you're at the mercy. You're going to have to come up with something. Yeah, you know, I, they had, um, you know, the um, county's got their project, the Delta Lake project, but that really is rainwater in sewage treatment plant water going through the Raymondville drain, you know, because there's no defined stream, there's no, so when it rains, it'll just kind of sheet flows, the cities gather it, put it in the county system that goes out to the Gulf, so they want to capture it before it goes to the Gulf and have a reservoir for recreational and then water use, and that's a great idea. But that takes rainfall too. I mean, otherwise you guys. That's relatively low drain flow. project. Yeah. Otherwise, it's relatively low flow. I mean, most of the city's water, sewage water, goes out uh, through the Mission Inlet, out to the Royal Colorado, goes that way, or it goes out the Raymondville. Given that no one spoke about it at the Economic Development Summit, and it's such. A I know. I know. I don't know why they think that. I mean, that's the first thing they ask for. You got some industries. That's the first thing they say. Where's your water? Um, supply and all that. Uh, somebody brought me a project to do a massive treatment of the Gulf water. Brownsville had a pilot project. They've kind of expanded on it, but they mix that too. One of the problems with that is the waste material. You can't pump the when you're when you're doing that. There's a big waste product. You can't pump it out. They're not going to let you pump it out in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico. Or could you afford to do that? Probably. So, you know, and um, 
So you have to have a pipeline system to go, you know, and that's hugely expensive. It's uphill. <laughs> Everything from the coast is uphill. They talked to Laredo, and people talked to me about, we're going to pump it from the Gulf to Laredo, and I said, that's 360 feet lift. So I don't know if it's a lot of pipeline. And every once in a while we get people that want to uh, either treat or, or send raw water from the reservoir, Amistad or Falcon down here. But the problem with it is the cities don't own the water. Most of it's owned by water district. So they're going to say, oh, that's fine as long as you give us our take or pay. And so why would you pay twice for water? It's, it's, it's not feasible. So. There's a lot of suggestions of feasibility of all oh, have a little bit of a problem, but we're going to have to do something. I've heard San Antonio is in a worse position oh, yeah. than the valley. Yeah. You know, we um, it, it, the estimates like in McAllen, I don't know if it's still true, where like almost 60% of all water goes on irrigating lawns and stuff. So only 40% is using the house. Kind of, uh, it's almost just the opposite in the rural areas, water supply corporations. It's flipped because water is more expensive. And so about the 60s in the house and 40% of water. So the water usage per um, household is less in the, rural area, in the rural areas. But it has a matter of function of cost, not availability. Well, I don't know of any other experts like you on this subject. So have you thought about doing regular op-eds to tell? I could, yeah. You know, no. I do a lot of... Yeah, individual I mean, you, talking. Well, you would have different talk. Yeah, I was different. with a congresswoman, and we—they uh, said it's not—it's a little more complicated than it would appear at first glance, you know. And just saying, hey, Mexico, turn over the waters. But there's a lot of—you made a good point. Relationship with Mexico have a lot to do with that too. If, and you know, publicity is bad in Mexico, and this guy's a politician, and he's going to release water from Mexico, to the United States. And, you know, he's not going to do it. The guy in Texas wouldn't do the opposite, right? Because you're getting um, all the grief and all that yeah, stuff. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, good relationship with Mexico is important at the state level as much as the federal level. It really is. Thank you so much. This yeah. is very helpful for a number of yeah. stories. Okay. Very important topic. Yeah. Nobody talks about it enough. Yeah. So I uh, really appreciate it's, it. It's difficult. Yeah, yeah. It's tough. Think I was out in Tucson, Arizona at a conference, but I got to, I spent more time talking about water <laughs> usage and out there because, wow. Of course, you know, nobody has a grass. The only grass you see is a golf course. And you think, well, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> what I were you there for? You were there for something else. I was, uh, yeah, it was an economic development function. But I, I they wanted up, to hear about I you I was talking to people in Tucson and water and stuff, wow. and uh, it was pretty interesting how, you know, they survive with that. Of course, they reuse every drop of water if they can. You know, Israel supposedly is the big one from a seawater standpoint. But a lot of others, you know, they don't have the distance. Just, those cities are relatively close to, to where the source of water is. So, uh, and they don't waste any. Don't have any, uh, I don't know what the garden, I, I would think I would go into the um, artificial grass business. Get <laughs> in my lawn, actually, I love my lawn. I work in the yard a lot. And I thought, hey, you know, AstroTooth wouldn't be too bad. You know, if you, uh, you still have to spray it, clean it once in a while, but certainly less, less water. I feel bad when you have water in your lawns and everything. But, um, you know, one of the problems is, we're geared, we have water treatment plants and all that are geared to selling water. That's how they do in a business. And so, you know, I, at Region M, I sent letters. Everybody said, hey, below 25%, I think you're supposed to go to the every other day water water restrictions. It doesn't hurt anything. You just got to be more disciplined. And I'm saying, oh, man, well, it costs a lot of money on the water plants. I understand that. But, you know, um, uh, so we have to, there's a whole mentality we have to, uh, to deal with, I think. And, 
Remind me of remind me of your titles in the different water groups. Oh, I'm chairman of the Region M Water Planning Group. That's when it does a state. It's a state appointed board, and um, um, it runs from Laredo at the Eagle, Eagle Pass to Brownsville, all along the coast. It's pretty well right along the river, and then I'm chair of that, and then I'm on the. Uh, uh, chair, the chairs group, which is a statewide, all the chairs from all the groups are on a planning group, so I'm on that one. We do quarterly. And then I'm still dealing with uh, regional water authority, Rio Grande Regional Water Authority. Um, I still do work for that. I'm still uh, executive still director. On the on yeah. Board? Yeah. yeah. Our board's not functioning because we have quorum problems, so I've stayed on and I'm doing the three things that they need to do under statute. I kind of do for. You know, I'm doing Free. it. Can I kick anybody into it? <laughs> so, I told, they, I told Sonny, I said, I'm going to retire one of these days. Who is going to do this? When will they fix that quorum, quorum issue? You know, we tried, uh, the real water, the water supply corporations tried to reconstitute it where it was made up of um, municipal users instead of irrigation users, because that's been the problem. And we they prepared legislation. I reviewed it. It looked good. And they took it to the uh, Water District Management Association. So now we're not ready to give up yet, and so it, di it died. Well, we didn't think uh, they didn't think it could get support unless the irrigation people supported it. So I don't know. It's been defunct for six years now. They haven't had a meeting. So, and I, you know, I'm running out. Of, I had a little bit of reserve money that I let the partnership do an administrative cost. What if the governor abolished it? Would we miss it? No, you could have somebody else do it. TCQ could do what they do. Yeah, really, no. I, I'm only suggesting, not suggesting, but the governor could do that because yeah. it, it just, can't function. Yeah, right. just cha and transfer the two statutory things they do to Texas TCEQ could do them. Yeah. It's not a big issue. The local water master could do those two things. Okay. Yeah, so it wouldn't be a 